to the G2G Raw podcast, speaking to entrepreneurs about how to build a business from the garage. Now, your host, Nick Phillips. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. I am the owner of two businesses in the fitness space, and this podcast is all about teaching people how to um, have an idea if you're a personal trainer or if you're a fitness instructor um, and you've got an idea or you've always dreamed of having your own space or having your own gym, um, this podcast is going to help you along the way. So basically, the way it's going to work is we're going to be um, sharing my stories, sharing all my um, fuck-ups, because at the end of fuck-ups, there's always fuel and fire. Um, any mistakes I've made along the way, so you guys don't need to. And believe me, I've made quite a few mistakes along the way. But that's all good. We'll get on to all that. I'm also going to be going around interviewing um, business owners, um, gym owners, um, anyone in the sort of health and fitness space, um, finding out about how they set up their their, their businesses, finding out about their raw stories, finding out about um, their struggles, the hustles, and, and how they got themselves out of trouble and pushed forward. I also want to hear the stories about the ones that did fail um, to see if there's any learning, um, see if there's any any learning we can take from that. that. And that's what it's all about. It's all about sharing knowledge. It's all about um, sharing results and, and sharing um, systems about how to how to, to get to what your dream is. Because I, um, I was working as a personal trainer in London. Um, well, let me tell you, I'll go back, 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 back to when I worked as a, a joiner um, 15 years ago now. And um, I, sh- I basically, I, um, all the work started drying up. It was the time when the recession was on and it started, everything. we were going from busy, busy work sites, um, loads and loads of work on, getting tons and tons of phone calls from agencies. Um, and then it just really dried up one, like pretty much overnight. Phone calls stopped coming. Um, they just basically, there was, there was no work out there. So I was, I was, I was thinking, shit, like this is this is pretty bad. What am I going to do? I was working, living at home, and I was sort of, um, I was at that age where I, I knew I wanted to do something with my life, and I knew it wasn't going to be in the building industry because I didn't absolutely love it. It wasn't what my passion was. So I was sort of thinking, what is my passion? And I only recently got into training. I started working with a personal trainer, and. Um, I loved it. I absolutely loved being around a gym. I loved the whole gym environment. I think I think most people love being in the gym. I mean, there is people say I, I absolutely hate training and stuff like that. But I think the whole vibe in gyms and, and fitness uh, spaces, yoga studios, spin studios is, is a good vibe. So I wanted to be a part of that. The only problem was I struggled with severe dyslexia. Um, I struggled all the way through school, so I sort of had special needs. I had a teacher sat next to me helping me with my reading and my writing. So I thought to myself, it's going to be impossible for me to get qualified as a personal trainer, a level two um, coach. So I thought, that's out of the question. But this, 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 this burning inside stayed there. The work was drying up. We were doing the odd bits and pieces jobs, but it wasn't full work. It wasn't like it was for a week on, week off. It, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't, I couldn't see my future carrying on as working as a joiner. And this kept coming back, this, I want to be a personal trainer, kept so much, kept coming back in, kept coming back in. So I thought, you know, one, one day I'd had enough on a building site. I was driving home and I thought, I'm just going to ring up, um, I was just going to ring up a personal training qualification or a personal training um, course and see if they had any advice, see if they could allow me for extra time exams and stuff. So I, I, I did a Google search and the first one that came up was a, a company called Premier. 
um, and there wasn't a lot of personal training courses around when I was when I was 15 years ago. It wasn't it wasn't a big thing. It wasn't like it is now. Um, I think there was only two personal trainers that working at the big gym close to my house in Whitefield, which is a, a total fitness. So I mean, you can imagine how many trainers are there now. It's before any of these. Um, these personal training companies that work in gyms and stuff is way before that. So there wasn't a lot of, a lot of advice out there at all. It was, it was quite, you had to do some digging. So anyway, I spoke to um, a guy at Premier and he said, look, come down, we can have a chat. I can show you what the course is all about and we, we, we can take it from there. So I went down, had a chat. I thought, you know what? It made me feel at ease. Now, I come from, my mum my, my was a specialist nurse and my dad was a doctor, so I knew I'd help at home, helping with anatomy um, and physiology. Physi physiology? Um, knowing the body, anyway. So, anyway, so I, I, um, I went back to my parents and they very, very kindly lent me the money to, 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 to go for the course. And I went and I sat down and, and I did my qualifications and... There's some amazing people on that course. I made friends for life on this course. Um, it's about 15 or 16 of us all doing this. And it, honestly, it was the best time of my life. I'd just gone from a building site where I was absolutely hating working. I was dreading Monday mornings. I, I just, I get to the weekends and just want to get absolutely shit-faced just to, that's the wind, by the way, in the back, <laughs> in the gym. That's the, that's the rattling. It's windy outside today. So yeah, I'd gone from that, hating, hating my work life, Really getting fed up with it, getting to the weekends and just wanting to get absolutely shit faced, um, just to just to just to fizz, fizz out what was going on, sort of work wise. And then I went to go and work with these these people and just doing training and learning about training all day long. And I absolutely loved that course. I absolutely loved that course. It was it was probably the best thing I ever did. Apart from having my children and, and getting married, obviously. Um, but yeah, it was the best thing I did. And once we got, once I got qualified, 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 get my words out. Once I got qualified, um, me and my friend who we met on the course, we become very close to um, Faddy, said we need to, we need to go to London um, and, and work from London. So we made the huge decision, me and him, to literally pack up everything. He was in Sheffield, I was in Manchester. Uh, I'm going to try and arrange um, a meeting, um, a podcast with Faddy um, at some point, so you can hear his story. And we both literally. Um, down tools in Manchester, if that's the right world, and, and moved to London. We didn't have anywhere to go. We set off in my car. We had um, a suitcase with a load of um, clothes in and a tiny bit of money, a tiny bit of money, not a lot of money. We didn't know where to go. We didn't know where to stay. We just set sail. It was like, it's like a fairy tale, really. And we just, we just set sail and we drove down. Then we started looking on Google for, for places to stay. And we ended up I'm looking for jobs. We didn't even have a job to go to. Um, we ended up staying in this, this, this bed sit. It was somebody's house um, in Brixton. I don't know if anyone's ever been to Brixton. And we got a job in um, a fitness first in Brixton. Now, this was pretty ghetto, this place. I remember the first shift that we did. I only think we only did a couple of shifts because it really put us off. The first shift, it was when one of the World Cups was on. I can't remember what year it was. Um, and there was a massive row in the weights area. They had the TV on the wall and, and there, was a, it, it, there was a massive, massive row. And these guys, were, these guys were tough, tough guys. And you can imagine when you're in a gym lifting weights and the testosterone's pumping. And someone jumped up because someone scored. Um, one of the goals in the World Cup and another guy jumped up off of that bench press walked straight up to him and chinned him and took him straight out 
And me and Faddy just looked at each other and thought, shit, what have we done? Where the hell are we? So we sort of went back and I knew I didn't want to be in that environment. I knew it was, a, it was not where I wanted to be. It's not what I moved to London for. Um, we went back to our room <laughs> and we did what young um, fitness um, fitness coaches do. You go and have some chicken and broccoli and a handful of nuts and, and, and uh, do your cooking. And we, were, we went back home and we were cooking our food. And then we thought, you know what, let's get all our meal preps done. Let's get our Tupperware tubs out and let's make all our food. So one day in this lady's kitchen, we were there cooking all our food and stuff, and she came back and she started kicking off. She's like, what are you doing? You're cooking, you're stinking the outside, blah, blah, blah. And she kicked us out of there. So we got to us, and she actually got her, her son to come down and threaten us and get, get us out of the gym. So we actually stick all our stuff in the, in the, um, into our suitcase, jump back into my, it was a clapped out banger what I was driving at the time. We both jumped in the car and we had nowhere to go. Like shit, we've got nowhere to go. And we, we, we thought we've got no job to go to. We didn't want to go back to, to Brixton. So we had a look on, um, we had, had a look on leisure jobs, I think it was at the time, um, looking for work. So we, we were literally homeless in London. We could have gone back to Manchester, but that's not the point. We'd only been there about a week and thought we need to stick it out. So went on to leisure, leisure jobs, looked for some more jobs. Um, and I saw one job come up for David Lloyd and it was the flagship David Lloyd in Kensington. So we drove over, me and Faddy, over to Kensington to have a look at this gym, and it was really nice. It was like, it was five star, absolutely five star, this hotel. Nice reception, blah, 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 blah. So I thought, right, this is what we need to do. And we actually slept one night in the car because we didn't know where to go. So we, we, we actually, we, we drove down to the, the David Lloyd and we, we slept in this car, this car and I think it got to about 10 o'clock and we were trying to get our head down. It's so uncomfortable if you ever tried sleeping in a car before. And we said, look, we, we, need to, we need to go and find something. So we found the first hotel that we could find and it was an absolutely dive. I think it was 30 pound a night. 30 pound a night we went and we stayed in that night and it was awful it was absolutely awful but the next day we had to go and speak to the david lloyd um for an interview because we, we arranged it and i remember being in this this room full of 30 trainers all going through the interview they were only looking for one trainer and i used the story about the hotel and the story that we'd actually been on about sleeping in the car and and going finding the, the worst hotel in london and it's in kensington you think all hotels are nice in kensington this was a dodgy hotel i, I actually walked past that a couple of weeks back i thought it's part of my story that um and as so i got up when they were sort of introducing yourself and you had to be live and public i just told the story pretty much the same story as what i've just told you and that story got me the job at david lloyd so that is how i started as a personal trainer um, i had so many walls that i had to sort of break down to get to where i wanted to be um, and that, that that's basically what i wanted to speak about with podcast number one and then from there um, podcast two is going to be all about um, how I built it up in the, in the gym and how I become one of the most busiest trainers in, in the flagship David Lloyd and then from there how I, I moved back to Manchester and then I had to set up a boot camp and I met my wife and, and then from there I took um, I started up a small really dodgy looking um, gym in the garage and then from there I built it up to a gym and now I'm up to two successful gyms was it easy? No is it still hard? Very very hard do I have a lot of problems? Do I have a lot of fuck-ups that we've made yes 
Do we still fight day to day? But that's what it's all about. It's all about the struggles. You know, when you do make a fuck up, there's going to be fire at the end of the fire. So I'm going to teach you guys, all you personal trainers or all you fitness um, fitness people that want to create your own space, whether it's, it's a yoga studio, um, a Pilates studio, a, a spinning studio, which I've got, um, a, a boxing gym. I've done it. I've done pretty much a lot. And if I can't tell you the answers, I'll find out where the answers are going to be because I'm going to go around interviewing people. So that's what today's podcast is all about. It's just an initial um, welcome. It's num- podcast number one. Um, so please, guys, follow me on Instagram. You'll find me, uh, Nick Phillips. I think it's Nick Phillips dot zero one. Um, Follow the gym um, that I've got, which is Hub Fitness, and um, that's it in Manchester. And I've also got Love Stu- uh, Love Cycle, um, where we do um, spinning and we do yoga as well. So follow us up on that. See what we're all about. Um, and yeah, listen out for the next podcast. Please share, guys. Um, if you've got any questions, please fire me up on Instagram or Facebook. And that's it. I'm out. I'll speak to you soon. Bye bye.